0: need auto parts but can't get to a store right now? Head to OReillyAuto.com. Buy your parts online and pick them up in any of the 5,000 O'Reilly Auto Parts stores nationwide. No shipping costs, easy returns, and convenient pickup on your schedule. Shop your way at OReillyAuto.com. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Welcome back to the podcast. I am, as always, thrilled to be speaking with you. All is right in the world. I got my coffee here, and it is go time. (laughs) So welcome to episode 133, Confessions of Tia. Stop giving away your power. All right. Before we jump into that, let's jump into gratitude again. You know, guys, I love gratitude. I love um, embracing gratitude, talking about gratitude, expressing gratitude. I created a gratitude Pinterest board. So head on over to my uh, Pinterest page, which is the same as my Instagram, Tia underscore Johnson underscore, or you just type in my name, you'll find me there, and receive some inspiration. Sometimes it's uh, a little bit difficult for us to Feel thankful for something, or we need to see what gratitude looks like just because you know sometimes life happens. All right, so head on over there, get some inspiration, or as I see now, some inspo. <laughs> All right, and check it out. So, you know, just again, it's Tia underscore Johnson underscore. And I would appreciate it if you were to head over to iTunes and rate and review the show. Uh again, it's a great way to help other like-minded individuals discover me and connect with me. The ratings and the reviews help the traction. All right, so head on over there and show some love. So I've been talking about this for a little while and we're getting closer to unveiling all this. I just did the photo shoot for the website pages, which was a lot of fun. Um, and that is the ability to binge listen to the categories for the podcast. So the categories are uh, spiritualism, um, empowerment, entrepreneurship, and then the confessions of tea. So if you just want to hear me spill all types of tea, you can just binge binge listen to that. (laughs) So that is coming your way. If you want to be one of the first people to know when this goes live, make sure you become part of the email tribe. A live tribe kind of rhymes there. But (laughs) so head on over to tiamariejohnson.com. You can sign up for any one of my spiritual freebies there, and you'll be part of the uh, VIP list. If you want your comment, question to be known, you can do that a couple of ways. One, you can go old school, send me an email, podcast at tiamariejohnson.com, or you can head over to my Instagram page, which is Tia underscore Johnson underscore, and you will see an image or an audio there, and uh, it would state new episode alert in a description, and there you have it. You can just drop down, hey, Tia, I heard this. Can you talk more about that? Or, you know, I have my aha moment. Thank you. All that jazz. Now, I have a special worksheet for you, okay, that's going to bring a lot of things in for this episode. So stay tuned to get the link to that. If you're driving or you're somewhere and you're thinking, oh, my gosh, T, I can't write this down, the link will be in the description for this episode. But I'm going to go over the worksheet here with you. All right, so um, make sure that you get your hands on that. So, again, stop giving away your power. Giving away our power happens gradually. Okay, so this is not uh, a Tia beats up on you session. This is me explaining how I had to regain my power and what I notice in other people, and I want to help. Okay, because no one wakes up and thinks, oh, I'm just going to render all my power to whatever it is, and it's a wrap. <laughs> okay, so. You know, we, we never really realize it until, uh, you know, our true blue friend tells us, you know, you're not being yourself anymore until we get fed up. You know, we have these great intentions, but, again, we don't wake up and think, I don't want to have power anymore. You know, no one's going to just survive like that. Okay, like, oh, yeah, you know, here's my power. I'm done. Thank you. So, I have seen strong, educated men and women give their power away. All right. Sometimes they give their power away to their significant other. And, you know, I'm I'm not saying this lightly at all. Okay. So, I understand that there are a lot of things that uh, have to factor in when you are making the decision to change your life, whether it's saying, this relationship is not working out, whether it's saying I'm not doing good by me, you know, whatever the case may be, I understand that there's a lot of things that need to happen before a big move can take place. But it starts with acknowledging that you need to regain your power because your happiness is essential. I have not seen to date someone who just gave away their power be super crazy, awesome, you know, happy. They may be okay, they may be satisfied, but it's not okay, and what's the point of living if we aren't happy, okay? Never mind things that happen in life, like, you know, getting the surgery, getting sick. I'm not talking about that, and I have to stress that because that's a lot of people's rebuttals. Well, we're not going to be happy all the time. I know that, (laughs) but Why be engaged in something that's not going to bring you happiness? You can help that, okay? So there are a few things that have to take place here, all right? And sometimes you have to realize that we don't need to give people bajillion chances to get it right, okay? And we need to focus on things, Okay. If we are not focusing on what works for us, our passions, what our strengths are, then all we're doing is repeating something over and over and over and over again, okay? Why put yourself through that? Why are you expecting this change that's not happening because you're doing the same thing or someone's not getting it, okay? You have to change, okay you have to be able to be flexible enough to tweak things in your life and you know let that whatever is brewing underneath the fear the anxiety okay have a conversation with that but then be prepared to take the necessary steps to quiet the fear to quiet the anxiety and if that means seeking professional help by all means do so i gave my power to accolades. And I know that's not a person, you know, place or thing, whatever the case may be. Some people give their power away to social media. Mine was accolades. I lived for the accolades, and I'll talk more about that later. What I want to say in this confession part is that I used to look up to a lot of people. I used to think so many people were just awesome and i thought that i would be cool by association i thought man i'm not as cool as them but you know i'll hang around them and maybe you know something will happen but what i realized is that those people who i thought were really great really cool really awesome they weren't so cool so great and so awesome and it's very interesting because i thought they were living life on their own terms kind of like a rebel or you know just this is me but that wasn't the case at all. They really had no idea what they were doing, and them looking like the rebel or whatever it was really them just trying to make it. So it wasn't that that was their trait. It was a persona, a facade. So I learned that people are really just trying to figure out stuff too, That's what I'm saying. All right, and I really didn't learn that until my early 20s. <laughs> all right, a lot of people are just trying to figure it all out. Okay, so, you know, it's worth getting to know people a little bit more, okay? So while you may see someone as, and they may be very well, very confident, very cool, very collective, you may find that they had to work really hard to get to that point that now they seem like things are just effortless, or for them it looks effortless, okay? And I'm not saying that someone is less than because, you know, whatever, okay, I said earlier, but I just learned that I'm not going to put people on a pedestal so quickly, okay, because I like certain things about them, and I think that they're super awesome. I want to get to learn who they are as a person first, okay, and we see this a lot when people go to workshop after workshop, conference after conference. They meet wonderful people, you know, influencers, gurus, whatever you want to Call them subject matter experts. By all means, they are really great people, but they are also having a human experience. Okay, and some people get tripped up when uh, someone who they look up to cuss. You know, it's like, oh my gosh, I like her work badass, and I don't like that she's on this boat of people who cuss. Maybe she's not on this bandwagon of influencers who are using badass and um, whatever else they use, Maybe that was her all along and she just finally comfortable enough to use a cuss word here or there, all right? So just keep that in mind, all right? That's one of the main things I learned. Don't be so quick to put people on a pedestal. A lot of people are trying to figure it out just like you are. I was the friend who was always available to all friends as often as I could be, and that is a huge setup. <laughs> That's set up for uh, for one to be burnt out very quickly, and this is before I even learned the term burnt out, all right? And it wasn't until college, I was playing pool, and uh, I forget how this conversation came about, but right before the guy took his shot, he looked up at me and he said, you can't be friends with everyone. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> what do you mean? How old was I? I was, I don't know, 19, 20, 20 late, late teens, early 20s, and I just thought to myself, well, wait a minute, I'm an awesome person. What do you mean I can't be friends with everybody? My papa told me how to adapt, you know, be relatable on some level to everyone. What do you mean I can't be friends with everyone? Seriously? He was right. That really triggered something in me, okay, I cannot be friends with everyone. And that's not saying I'm better than someone, someone's better than me. It is I will not have uh, commonalities with some people. Some people have different experiences that I cannot relate to. I can be empathetic. I can understand, but I don't have certain experiences that other people have. So I cannot pretend to completely understand, but they may be able to, really relate to other people who are going through that very thing, and it may have a deeper connection with them and more of a friendship with them than I can ever get because that's not in me, and I understand that, okay? Now I understand that. <laughs> but, again, that, that was a hard pill to swallow. I was giving my power away to friends also, mainly to accolades because I live for certificates and A's and recognition, but after that was me wanting to be a great friend, me not wanting people to say, oh, she's fake. she's fair weather, she's not really there, not realizing I'm not critiquing the friends. (laughs) So there you have it. The second trigger, which is the trigger of all triggers to date, when my grandparents died, okay, and I will talk about that in depth one podcast because that is the origin of my why. Um, But that caused me to embark on a path of living for me, okay? Seeing mortality, okay, just understanding life cycles. We talk about this. You know, I talked about certain life cycles. But when you see someone who you love slowly die from cancer, and then you see the other person who has also been there since birth, since your birth, die of a broken heart a year and a half later, things start to trigger in your mind, and you realize that, damn, life is, you know, what it is for whatever time I am here right now in the flesh, and I don't know how long that's going to be, but I need to start living life. I need to understand that happiness does not come from a very nice sheet of paper that's been, uh, you know, stamped upon and nice, fancy signatures that life, you know, happiness does not come from having a lot of friends who you had to be there for 100% of the time. That's not it. That is not it. So I changed my thought process. No more living for the recognition of others. It's great, don't get me wrong, to be recognized for greatness, but now I do it because because I want to, because I love to. And if someone writes, you know, you know, like I said before, I have letters that people wrote to me and, and cards, um, and I I love that. You know, that's something that really touches my heart. I don't look for that. That's the difference. I used to look for the certificates, you know. I used to want to have the highest average so I could get that certificate and other people could see, wow, this girl is really smart and really great. So, I reeled it back in, all right? I reeled it back in. I receive marriage because I earned them, not because I sought for them. And I no longer seek the approval from others based on their standards, okay? Whatever I do now because I enjoy it, okay, because I enjoy it. So I start... I started to say yes to myself when people made suggestions to try something new. So now I'm in my mid-20s, and people are making suggestions to try this, try that. And I'm thinking, okay, things I would never have tried before. Like, you know, hey, you know, let's try the club. I'm like, ah, eh, I would have said no before. But now I'm like, you know what, I'll give it a try. And it's not for everyone, but I'm in, again, 20s, whatever. It was a slow and steady process, all right, and that's with any type of change that you're not really aware of, which is why I say when we give away our power, we don't recognize it in the beginning, okay, and I didn't recognize all these changes I was going through, I just knew that I wanted to live life more because, again, seeing people pass away really just triggers something within you, and so I looked at it as me just doing, it began with me starting to wear contacts, one of my friends, actually my body was the one who actually suggested years before that to wear contacts. And then my friend later on said, why don't you try contacts? I gave it a try. It worked out. Then I decided to try a little bit of makeup. It was quite the task. I mean, I was the girl who barely looked in the mirror at one point. You would not have guessed that if you look at my Instagram page now but it's true. I didn't look at the mirror much. I would just put on my glasses, you know, like wash my face, maybe put on some chapstick, and that was really it, okay? I did not take that good of a, a care of my face. So I, I had um, different um, acne products that I used and special soaps, but I didn't have the nowhere near the ritual I have now of um, like a mask and a nice safe cleanser and, you know, other things like that. It was very basic, okay? So from there, I started to take care of my skin a little bit more. At the time, I was still not focusing on eating healthier. I am now, okay? I have books to help guide me. I started going out more, having more experiences, and I no longer went straight home after work. And that was another huge step for me of regaining my power. And remember, I, at this time, I'm not really associating it as gaining or gaining power or regaining power. This is me, teens, to um, early and now late 20s, just doing things little by little, okay? I, didn't, I have not reached a point where I have heard a term of gaining power. I'm just having life experiences and trying new things. Okay, and this is what I want to want this to be for you. It's just little by little, gradually doing things, you know. And if it doesn't work, that's okay. Just move on to the next one. So then, people's suggestions became me exploring more for myself, which involved a lot of reading, a lot of researching, and trying out a lot of things. So one day, I looked in the mirror and I just said to myself, "What do I want to look like? You know, what does sexiness look like? What does Um, Being confident, like, I just had these questions because, again, and I talked about this in my first book, To Be Goddess, I wore big glasses, sweaters, um, I brought different colored Timberland boots, you know, that was just, you know, my thing. I wasn't that into fashion. I appreciated fashion. I did when I was a kid, but it wasn't, um, not a lot of thought went into it not saying that Timberlands and sweaters can't be fashionable, but I'm just saying that I didn't put a lot of the effort into it. it was whatever I was comfortable with, and I didn't appreciate it, okay, as I should have then. And then I just thought, you know what, do some research, and that's what I did. So I had the conversation with myself uh, in a mirror, and I started researching, and I started learning, and I started figuring out what resonated with me. And that's also key. There's going to be a lot of information out there to tell you what, this is and what that is and what's most desirable read all that and then figure out what resonates for you some things I am I am not comfortable with doing with other women they are comfortable with doing okay so figure out what works for you but definitely do the research that way you at least know now that I have learned about personal power so you know through studying reiki I'm a reiki practitioner among other things, I became super critical of who I hang around because I have to be. I really am. I am on a certain vibration that, you know, I, I understand that bad things happen, but I do not thrive off of that. I do not spend time thinking about how things won't work. I think about how I can make it work. I think about solutions. I do not spend a lot of time uh Talking about how this went wrong and why that went wrong and who did what and stuff like that, I acknowledge it. I do talk about it, but I don't spend a lot of time on it. Okay, because what's the point? It's done, and now we need to think of a solution. All right. So, and also because I'm a very loyal friend, and if I'm going to invest time in this friendship, I need to know that it's going to be, you know, ebb and the flow, give receive. That. A person will honor and respect their friendship and so forth. And I'm not saying this to be mean. I'm not saying this again to make it seem like I'm better than or someone is less than, but I have to put my feelings first. Not going to compromise myself. I don't want you to compromise yourself. I want you to stand in your truth firmly and graciously. I have been doing this for many years, and I'm telling you, it is Hard. It is very hard to stand in your truth, to be firm, which is being consistent with it, and to do so graciously, meaning not to get overly emotional so that way people can understand where you're coming from. The moment you start getting very angry, very hyped, and all that jazz, people start to tune out, and I know that's hard. And sometimes you just want to just, you know, like shake somebody like, what don't you get? What don't you get? <laughs> But that's not going to help the situation, okay? And people may not like it, and I know when I, you know, speak the truth, I I put myself in a position to be open to certain criticisms. But no one can say that I'm not the real McCoy, you know? And speaking your truth isn't about, you know, uh, keeping it real to a point where you're alienating people and you're just being – really nasty and stuff like that. It's just saying something like, I don't agree with that. I I see your point, you know, but I don't agree with that. I'm not with that. You know, God bless you. You have your free will, but I, I can't. I can't do it. That's not in me, and I'm not doing it, okay? My pop-pop used to say, if you're going to be bad, be bad. If you're going to be good, be good, but pick a side and be that. And that has stayed the test of time with me, okay? I am not going to tell my friends, uh, yeah, I totally agree with what they're doing and then secretly not agree with it, okay? And that used to be a huge issue when I used to give readings. Um, Some clients wanted to hear what they wanted to hear, and they would rephrase the question so they can hear what they want to hear. And I would just tell them, you know, what I saw from the cars intuitively, what I saw, what I felt, and that was that, and I did not waver. And it's crucial, crucial to doing that because if you do not live in your truth, you're only going to live in a world of lies, and who wants to do that? It's too much. So don't settle and don't feel bad, okay, about your status. That's also what I want to talk about here. Part of giving away your power and not realizing it is when people start to feel that, you know, whatever pressure, peer pressure, whatever it may be. And I was talking to a friend about this because um, it's very interesting. Some people say they hate Christmas or they hate New Year's. And when I talk to them about why they hate Christmas or New Year's, it's not that they hate Christmas or New Year's. Something happened that caused them not to like the holiday. And instead of not – being honest and saying why from the beginning they mask it. For example, a sweet, sweet guy I was talking to, um, he was one of my Uber drivers, and he said how he doesn't like Christmas, but come to find out, his wife passed away many years ago. And he said Christmas left with her. She was the one who decorated and got people together and stuff like that, and it just hasn't been the same for him. My other friend was saying, you know, about, you know, New Year's, and, okay, sometimes people feel some type of way because they're single, but you don't have to feel that way. Let me tell you, I kissed the glass of vodka and cranberry at New Year. I'm sorry. <laughs> I actually had champagne at New Year at um, the clock countdown, but I was drinking vodka and cranberry that night. But, yeah, so, I mean, you, or you can just find someone, like, hey, do you mind – when I just do like a little kiss at midnight, I have seen people do that if it's that important to you. You're not going to die, but if it's important to you, that's fine. Here's the thing the reason why I told you those two stories is because while some people can acknowledge that, you know, that's what they're going through, some people take that and turn it into, well, now I'm dating this guy. He's not the best, but I have a guy. And, you know, We'll see where it goes. I'll try to make it work. Or if someone doesn't have any kids and people are guilt tripping them, now that person like, well, maybe I should have kids, and they gave away their power to these people who aren't going to help them raise their kids, you know, or going back to school or restarting your life. These are the main topics that I come across when people are talking to me, okay? So don't settle. Don't allow that power within you to become a dimming light that causes you to settle. You don't ever have to settle. You can be 45 and not settle. Read about wildly successful people over the age of 40. Vera Wayne is one of them, okay? Many a people. Julia Child, okay? Don't ever think because of your age that you have to render your power, okay? No, no way. People are living much, much longer, doing plenty of great things, and that's okay. I have a book I would love for you to read. And if you do get this book, send me a picture, you know, tag me in on Instagram. If you have this book and you read it, let me know, tag me in it, reread it. I'm going to be reading this book throughout my life. And I have talked about this in the past, and I want to bring it up again. It's Women Who Run With Wolves, Myths and Stories of the Wild Woman Archetype. This book, this book is hands down amazing. And I wish I was a teacher in school because I would make this a mandatory reading for girls in the 11th grade, like just starting 11th grade. Uh, This book will help you get back to you, okay? Think about that, getting back to you. The Primordial Woman. We heard about the Divine Feminine. The primordial woman is your raw energy, the raw you, the most basic form of you. Okay, there are stories in there that will help you reassemble ours so you can take on this world. And I'm going to leave it at that because I don't want to spoil it, but this book is truly amazing. The link for this will be in the description for this episode, guys. Get it. I'm telling you. I get my tea or my coffee. I have my pen, and I read this book, and I write notes. I underline things. Trust me. We all have that wild woman inside of us, and she's beckoning to come out, okay? So release that power within. Now, let's shift gears a little bit. Let's ask ourselves three very important questions because this is what I ask myself, this is how I check in with myself. One, how can I gain my power? And you can rephrase it as how can I regain my power? How can I maintain my power? And what would my life be like if I completely owned my power? So let's talk about how can I gain my power? or regain, for example. One thing I had realized over the years is that some people know what they really want in life but are afraid to say it out loud. Um, Denise Duffield Thomas event, the um, Money Mindset event in New York, and she said something that made me almost jump out of my skin. And she said, when we were kids... And we're told to make a wish on our birthday and blow out the candle. We're told not to say it out loud because it won't come true. And I thought to myself, she said something that I was thinking about for a while, but I had no idea that that mindset was put into us when we were children. Say wish you want out loud and this is different than what I have said in the past regarding um, only telling people uh, only turning telling a certain amount of people your dreams that's warranted because you don't need people telling you how you're not going to accomplish something okay you need people to tell you how can you make it happen different than saying something out loud because You need to say this out loud before you even tell your close friends you need to say it out loud to yourself You need to say it out loud to the universe. What do you really want in life? Say it Just say it People need people to help them, okay, and you know, it's No successful person did it on their own. Everyone has a team and the most widely used analogy is, you know Jordan had Pippin, okay so Find your your Pippin, all right? Find your Scotty Pippin. Also, you need you. I was meditating uh, when I was on a cruise to the Bahamas. I went on the top deck. It was nighttime. It was beautiful. I was the only one up there, and I was just taking deep breaths and clearing my mind, and I heard Tia needs Tia. Tia needs Tia. Stop. Basically, stop stretching myself so thin. You need you. You need your power. Your power needs you. There's no one else like you in the entire universe, okay? You are one out of a bajillion people. You need you. Focus more on you. Which leads me to this, the worksheet I have for you, okay? The link to this worksheet is tiamariejohnson.com forward slash credo because I'm going to help you create your credo. This is going to be about you honoring yourself remembering your passions, and establishing your non-negotiables. I know negotiables, with the S and the N is not a word, but it just felt right to use it like that, so that's what I'm doing. This is the worksheet that I used when I was in Ghana. I passed it out to the women. I tweeted a little bit because we're not talking about business here. This is just about you. So, again, go to tmareedjohnson.com forward slash credo. All right, and you will get access to that worksheet. Now, the worksheet is asking you a couple of things. One, like I said, it's understanding what your passions are, all right? So in order for you to do that, you really need to think about what you love to do. And the reason why I'm stressing this is because once you know what your passions are, your power is right there. No one's going to deter you from not living out your passions. You will find a way to make this happen, and it doesn't matter if you have um, a job and you use that as your your side thing, and maybe you are a career person, and you're just like, you know what, I don't want to be an entrepreneur, but I enjoy doing this on a weekend, and that's totally fine. All right, so the Honoring Yourself worksheet asks you about your passions. What are you really good at? All right, next, your non-negotiables. What are the things about you that makes you, you, okay? So something that you should not give up so you won't lose your sense of being. Me, I love creativity. I love art of many forms, whether it's someone who does hair and makeup and they just really go out and looks beautiful, whether um, someone prepares food in a glorious way, and, I mean, it just looks so beautiful with the vibrant colors, or someone's really good at – putting clothes together that just seems like it wouldn't really look well together, but they just had that flair. I love art, creativity. I used to go to the art museums or exhibits a lot. All right, so think about that. And then finally, your credo. This is going to help you recenter yourself. So whenever you feel like you are off your track, okay, whenever you feel like you're losing yourself, whenever you feel like you're, being, you're burnt out, this is what's going to help you. Now, I adopted this from Johnson & Johnson when I was at uh, my undergrad at LaSalle University, uh, representatives from Johnson & Johnson came in, and they explained to us their credo. And their credo is a set of principles, okay, that guide their actions. So if something happens in their business, they refer to the credo, and if it goes against their credo, they don't do it. For example, they have a lot of environmental um, responsibilities. Okay, so this will serve as a kind reminder for what's missing or what is being neglected in your life. Okay, so, and I have an example there of a credo that I have. I have multiple credos. This is one, and then I have room for you to create your own. So there's lots of room to write. There's, like, a lot of uh, note space for you to write. All right, so... Again, make sure that you head over to Johnson.com forward slash credo, C-R-E-D-O. The link is in the description for this episode. Next, maintain. To maintain your power, refer to your credo, set some goals, and evaluate those goals. This will help you keep your mind on track. Ask your stakeholders, not your peers, about you. Your peers are just people your age, you know, your demographic, whatever. Ask the stakeholders in your life, those people who want you to succeed no matter what it's probably a very small group of people not probably usually is <laughs> ask them and then raise your vibration one thing i do to raise my vibration is have random dance parties okay i have multiple playlists on my phone sometimes my nieces come over we have dance parties to the 80s station okay so <laughs> that's one way i raise my vibration now the the final question what would it be like if I completely owned my power? This is something only you can answer. This is something that you had to imagine what you, what you want your life to be like, the people who you want to interact with, the experiences you want to have. So, you know, make some time to figure out where the places you want to travel, um, where the food foods that you want to eat, you know, everything and anything. All right? So think about that. And, again, I will post these links in the description. So if you need some motivation, um, I will post a link to my Pinterest uh, board in the description. And just remember, you know, constantly check in with yourself so you you can keep your power, all right? It's easy to render it. Don't beat yourself up for it, you know, Um, and, and just know that anything can be regained, all right, with really good intentions if it's meant to be. And your power is meant to be. All right. So many blessings, spiritual trailblazers. I will talk to you soon. Until next time. Thank you for joining Spiritual Living and Empowerment with Tia Johnson. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in to the next show. Want to continue the conversation with Tia? Follow her on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope at Tia underscore Johnson underscore. Have a wonderful day filled with many blessings. Napa know-how. Keeping it simple is usually a good thing. And when it comes to rewards programs, keeping it simple is always a good thing. That's why we made the Napa Rewards program effortless. All you need is your phone number to start saving on the parts and tools you need. Then we automatically give you $5 off your next purchase for every 100 you spend. So start saving today with Napa Rewards. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Oh, hey, Dave. Hi, guys. Why the swimsuit, Dave? You invited me over for a dip. I meant hell of a good dip. Ooh, dip! Is that hell of a good French onion? Mmm. who could resist? And bacon horseradish? My favorite. Go ahead, help yourself. Grab some chips and dive right in. Don't mind if I do. Cannonball! You had to say dive. Well, at least he didn't dip in head first. Not just good, hell of a good.